All right. What's up, everybody? We are looking at episode three here of Aggressively Wrong. Four? Three? Three. Oh, yeah. We missed last week. That's what it is. So, episode three, week four. Uh, last time, if you watched or listened, we were talking about doing a whole show about stand-up comedy. Um, we've all got very, very strong opinions about stand-up comedians. Uh, and I think we might really live up to the name of the podcast today because I know one that at least two of these people are going to very aggressively disagree with me on. Uh, so yeah, drama, what were we talking about the the criteria here? Kind of the criteria is more of who are your favorite comedians? Cause everything's subject to, you know, your taste in comedy. So I don't necessarily I think that my taste in comedy and is all gonna kind of coincide with my top five. I think they're the top five performers and that's why I think but you can throw your favorite in there, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't have to be the greatest comedian of all time, it's just whoever you like the most. Like a lot of people don't like uh I don't know, like I don't know, I don't know. Just people some people don't like some comedians and some people do, you know, and everybody's top five is gonna be a little bit different. Right. But the we we were all looking at the the like the top twenty five list like online like if you Google top twenty five list there is some absurdities. Yeah. If you Google the top one hundred, this is what I this is what right I was coming on hot because IMDb has guess who's number ninety eight on IMDb? Just take a guess. Can, can you at least give me? It's, give somebody, me a absolute, it's somebody who's in my top five. Ooh, so in your top five? Who's in my top five. Bill Burr. No, God, no. No, he's, <laughs> he's a lot higher. He, okay, I think good. he's in the 40s. That's still not high. Norm McDonald. No, Norm's 83 or something which like is, that. Uh, which is, uh, uh, that's absurd. Severe underation. We were talking about him before the pod. Louis not- C.K. is number 98. Oh. Now, that's definitely because of the recent. It has to be the case. It's not that yet. recent. It was two years ago. I don't care. Well, I don't care if he was doing it on stage. Time out. It's recent recent relative to his career. Roseanne Barr is number nine. So it can't be the cancel culture thing. Yeah, that's not a a humanitarian list, okay? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Lenny Bruce is on this list at number three. So it's not about – they really think that Louis C.K. is the 98 – like 98? Louis? Barely cracking the top 100. They have to be considering their acting careers. No, I don't think it's no, that, no. They have to. As... Paula Poundstone is in the 89, and she has above Louis pretty much zero acting career. The right now, I will say uh, I'm not trying to defend Rosie and Barbie being in the top 10 because that's silly. I think it was top. I think she was top 10. I think she was number nine. Roseanne Barr absolutely had a run where she was very, she was in oh, yeah. demand as a stand-up comic. I get that. Sure. I never really thought she was that funny. The show was hilarious, but like as a stand-up, I never really dug her that much. Bill Cosby's number eight. Just saying like. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Like I, Bill Cosby's I can get behind Cosby being up oh. in, in, up a top tier. No, I, I can, do. I I can get behind that. As a comedian, but it can't be, it's a cancel thing. Wait, I, that's what I was gonna say. So that means that Louis being ninety eight or whatever is not. 
doesn't shouldn't really have anything pure to do with it. That's what that is. That's pure disrespect. Whoever wrote this list met him once and had a bad experience. That's crazy. Maybe they were a victim. <laughs> and this okay, list so, was so this list was created in October 2013. What? So I guess maybe Louis hadn't because Louis kind of blew up around yeah, that. Yeah, he time. kind of blew up. He had some really maybe good specials after that. No, 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 because no, Louis Louis's best oh, stuff, in my man. opinion, was back when we like when you lived with us, drama. Early two like, thousands, mid. He had that mid two thousands. Uh, he had that HBO special that was I'm just say two thousand eight ish. Right. No, it was even earlier than that. I think I don't want to. Todd, Todd, I'm no, sure you remember was to look it up. That. I'm talking about the one in like 2005, 2006. He had an HBO special, the one where he talked about jerking off on the freeway and stuff. Yeah, I feel like we. Yeah, were, that, oh, that, that was later, after, man. That was that was after. That was almost after I was married. I think. No, sir. There was. Yeah. I'm talking about the one where he's talking about. If you see a homeless guy jerking off on the freeway, that's not – or you see somebody jerking off on the freeway, that's not a homeless guy. That's a married man who can't find anywhere in his house to get privacy. That that joke is really, really funny. He also had – right after 9-11, he was the only one that was making hey, 9-11 jokes hey, look, for a minute. I'm up right now. Louis C.K. Shameless. November 4th, 2006. HBO premiere 2007. January 13th. Yes, 2006. So, film yeah, 2006 yeah. premiered yeah. in 2007. It came out in 2007, yeah. Yeah, do you remember his his uh his joke about how now you know what? Now that I think about it, it doesn't really surprise me that he was doing the stuff that he was doing and people just were keeping their mouths shut about it because a lot of his greatest jokes are about jerking off. He's got the one where he says uh a good w- a way to tell how good of a person you are is how long after 9-11 you waited until you masturbated again. Right, and yeah. like, for that, me, was really... other, that was the other special. And he, he goes, for me, it was after the first tower, but before the second. <laughs> like, give me a break. Like, no, there's not another comedian that can tell that joke and and have it like, joke. it's it's a great joke, but Louis <laughs> C.K. is the only one that could tell it. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, Louis, Louis came close to making my list. Like, I this whole week I've been sitting around like, just thinking about, I didn't like write anything out or anything, but just thinking about ones that I love. Like, there's a couple, there's three on my list that are like absolute no brainers for me. Can we go like top three hated after we all get our top five? <laughs> I figure we're all going to mention ones that we don't like while we're talking about the ones that we do. But I got one that jumps out really bad. Like, uh, I absolutely loathe. I don't who's think that? any of you guys like him either. Who's, who's that? Let's hear it. Carlos Mencia, please. Oh, yeah. I'm out. I like Carlos. Carlos. I don't. I'm not. I've a, never. I'm, not, I've never I'm, I'm in between. Him. I'm not a fan. I'm not. I'm like not a hater. I think, I he, like, think he stole jokes. He did, but, but he's good at presenting the stolen jokes. I just never. I didn't like his. I didn't like his TV show. I didn't like. I, I hate his up. TV show, but his first two comedy specials were good. I kind of, and this is going to sound like, I don't know, borderline. Like I don't like Latino stand up, but like I. I kind of lump him in with that other uh, Gabriel Iglesias and, geez, what's the other one? Who's the guy that had the show? George yeah, Lopez. he had the show forever. George Lopez. George Lopez, yeah. Oh, like, I hate him. All those guys, it feels like they, like, latched onto one little, like, they they overplay the, you know, being Mexican thing and, you know, all that. And it just kind of gets like, okay, guys, I'm sure you're super funny, but you're just playing it. They did like the Cat one Williams. thing. They did well, the yeah, thing, I was just about to say that they did the thing that killed Cat Williams, 
where Kevin Hart figured out how to make himself relate to everybody. Yeah, Cat Williams. Cat Williams was a pretty funny dude. I mean, he still probably is a funny dude, but like yeah. his first couple of uh, of specials, like the stuff where he's talking about fighting a crackhead and stuff, and like you knock him down and they pop right back up, or like the <laughs> knocking the stuff off the the shelves at the grocery store. Like Cat Williams had some really funny stuff. Oh yeah, but yeah, it got to the point where it was like, okay, a we know you're not really a pimp at this point. You know what I mean? Like you're not you're not for it's real going out. And... <laughs> right. Yeah, like it's he. I don't. For all I know, he really was a, a pimp back in the day. He I don't know. He kind of plays it like he was. He may have been, but like that can only go so far. Right. All right, we get off to topic. Caleb, top five. Top five. Yep. My top five are. You guys already know Mitch Hedberg for sure. That's my I dude. Think he might make all of the lists. I think he probably does. I are mean, we doing in order or not. Uh, mine's not necessarily in any order. Yeah, but, I don't have mine in order either. But I, I will say, I this, but I, I was gonna say, like, I when I'm talking about favorites, Mitch is always the one that always makes the list. Like, occasionally my top five gets a little fluid depending on what kind of mood I'm in. But Mitch is always on it. Stephen Wright's always on it. I love Stephen Wright. I think Even he was like the most man. underrated dude ever. That deadpan, just. Oh my God! Some of the stuff, the twenty-four hour bank joke and shit like that. Like he's just so funny to me. Um, and then Dave Chappelle's always on the list. I love Dave, and I think I feel bad for what, like, now our generation now, like the people that are just now finding out about Dave Chappelle, that missed out on this stuff, killing him softly. And- oh my God! Yeah, like it's he's so 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 talented. Even if you look. Away from the Chappelle show stuff, he was still tides having, yeah, like, and like you were saying, like, if you're not taking the acting careers into account, Dave Chappelle's stand up career still stands up, like, yeah, to anybody's. Um, and then the last thing, the last two, when we were talking earlier, I almost talked about like the kind of honorable mention, and like sometimes they would maybe make my top five, but I don't know how you guys feel about them. I think you're going to probably disagree with me. Tom Segura. I can tell Todd wants to disagree with me. I love no, Tom. I love Tom. Likes Tom. I love oh. Tom. Likes Tom. Oh, I thought oh, for sure that was going to be the one that you. No, I absolutely is. love Tom. I just think he's a yeah. I think he's a meh. He's I, right. I like Tom Segura because he's funnier than Burt Kreischer, and people love Burt Kreischer. Um, Burt's living off Burt, the, the machine. Burt, yeah. I will tell the best you, thing he I've ever seen did him. was the machine, and oh. he's living off of that. And I'm telling so. you what, though, Burt Kreischer is a great dude from yeah. everything that I've ever heard. Like we were talking earlier, Larry the Cable Guy. I hate Larry the Cable Guy. But by all accounts, he's like a an angel of a person. Uh, but no, my fifth – sorry, my fifth one, I went back and forth on this. I really wanted to say John Mulaney just so you guys could scream <laughs> at me. And some days he might be in my top five. Get but, the fuck out of here. <laughs> but <laughs> – I'm leaving him off of this particular top five in in lieu of Hannibal Burris because I love. Him. And I saw Hannibal Burris in a, at a little joint. It was awesome. I, I met Hannibal Burris one time and it was like a weird little interaction. He's like, he can't be more than five seven. He feels like he's a tiny little guy. It's yeah. so strange. And you think like you see him on stage and everybody looks bigger on stage, but like. He's like it's a lot shorter juice, than I thought. The pickle juice bit, dude. I love that shit, man. I love his joke. I love Hannibal's joke about. Uh, the credit card fraud, where oh, he's like, he he says that he got a, a text 
a text alert from Chase Bank, and it was like, uh, we see that somebody just bought or spent $3.50 at the grocery store downstairs from your apartment. Was that you? And he's like, yeah, I bought some groceries. That was me. He's like, but you didn't warn me when somebody spent $800 at Barnes & Noble? <laughs> he goes, across the, whole, across the country, somebody spent $800 at Barnes & Noble in California, you didn't tell me? Like, what did you think? I went on a knowledge binge. I was buying up the bar at Barnes and Nobles. <laughs> I'd say the only one that's egregious on that list for me would be uh, Tom who you had before. Yeah, Segura. But I, he's growing on me. I Todd made me watch – what was the special? Uh, not Ball Hog. I made you watch the one before. What was the one he had two years ago? Caleb? And it was really funny. Like, he's um, a funny guy. Not his most recent one. Is it mostly stories? Is that what it's called? I think that's the one we watched. Yeah. So I a lot of a lot of the stuff I don't know the names of the specials. Like I'll watch the Netflix specials and shit, but right. so much of it I listen. Like I'll listen while I'm mowing the lawn and stuff like that. So a lot of it I don't know what the names of the specials were. But Tom Segura, man, the stuff about um, that that TV show, the first forty-eight, yeah. his joke about like. The people on the first 48 is so funny to me. Right. And <laughs> his delivery, though, too, like I was saying, Stephen Wright, my big thing with Stephen Wright is obviously the deadpan delivery. That's what everybody knows. Presentation. That's what I based yeah. my entire top five on was yeah. and who was I the mean, best presenter of jokes. Like Stephen, Stephen Wright did that better than anybody could ever dream right. of doing it. You know, that just like monotone. I walked by walked by a sign that said 24 hour banking, but I didn't have that long. You know what I mean? Like just little shit like that. It's so good. Um, and Tom Segura, sometimes his delivery is right there in line with the way I would like to be able to present a joke. You know what I mean? Like I don't have it in me to do what he does sometimes, but, and then of course, like we said, Dave Chappelle, as good as it gets in my opinion, as far as the, the craft itself, but Mitch, like we're all going to agree, nobody is ever going to be able to do Mitch Hedberg the way Mitch Hedberg no. did Mitch Hedberg. And that's that's why I think if I did have to put a number one on it, in my opinion, it's Mitch Hedberg. And he was taken from us way too early. You know what I mean? Like, right. When you think about the fact that all four of us 20 years ago were fans of Mitch Hedberg, and here we are still. He died yeah. 19 years ago, something like that. I quote him basically daily. Every day. I, I, yeah, every day I say something Mitch Hedberg What's said. That, Didn't he kill himself? No, no, he, no he he drug, Yeah, He accidentally killed himself. Yeah. I didn't recall, honestly. I forgot. He had – so they, they always, like, call it a, a heart issue. Like, he died from a heart problem that was – exacerbated by drugs but the dude was into drugs you know what i mean you can only when you have medical issues already it's just a time bomb waiting to happen and he didn't really give a shit from what I, it always seemed like you know? a long list of music musicians and celebrities and actors yep. that you know all right who's up next jesse you're up all right i'll start it off uh you know he's kind of a chalk pick but he's kind of the goat of the, like the 70s so like i gotta go with richard Pryor as one of my top five i think it's somebody would you know yeah, dude he's, he's super really good mannerisms are ridiculous and always even as a young kid i always thought it was funny like just he's just such a character far out there um yeah. 
you know, uh, other than that, um, Dave Chappelle, my all-time probably number one. Um, Caleb probably already knew that, you know, it was from coming up together. But like I like he mentioned before, the the even if you go past the acting and the show, his stand-ups are just so good. And man, he just does stuff that can relate to everybody. And he just just the way he um, just can make anybody laugh. And my favorite thing with Dave Chappelle recently is like he goes so against what you expect somebody like him. You know what I mean? Like I, I bet if you ask like a hundred white people walking down the street and I, I hate to make it a race thing, but he, so much of his comedy is racial, not necessarily racist, but racial. You know, if you ask like a hundred white people, what they thought Dave Chappelle thought about certain things, 90 of those white people are going to say that they probably would disagree with Dave Chappelle on so many political issues. When in reality, he's a pretty, like middle of the road dude politically it's really strange it's really and it's kind of refreshing too because he's not just doing you know he's not taking advantage of the uh the opportunity to be an extremist but anyway yeah dave Chappelle, really good um i love his new stuff i love his old stuff pretty much anything he's been in um another one that was kind of taken before us too soon my next pick is gonna be robin williams um I thought about Robin too, because like his Robin's live on Broadway, designer. his live on Broadway is flawless. Yeah. It it's really is flawless comedy. But every moment is laughs. And he's just a hoot the way he laughs. can just uh, do so many voices and impersonations and his mannerisms. I just, yeah, I, I, like I that, that was a close one for me too. Like I was like, if yeah, that was that. That's a good. That's a good pick. You can't go wrong with that pick. Oh yeah. Like, I needed to recycle on Caleb's pick. Mitch Hedberg's in there for me too. Just pretty much like because I said, of, I, I'm pretty sure yeah. Mitch was going to be on everybody's. The yeah. uniqueness of the delivery, just some of his puns, the uh, jokes—they can't cannot really be replicated, especially with his mannerisms, his delivery, the way he looks, is just deadpan. Like mm-hmm. I, I love him. I miss that guy too. He had some really short but bright career. Yeah. Uh, and then like it was pretty hard to kind of narrow down my top five. Um, I really like Norm Macdonald. I really like Sam Kinison. Uh, he was a crazy character. Um, those are two of my other favorites, really, probably. It was hard to pick. Yeah, Jesse, you went way more old school than I expected. Yeah. Right. I, yep. Sam Kinison was one that, like, I remember. He's a I, mean, I don't care for him. Yeah. yeah. I, so I was never, like, a, a huge like fan i wasn't gonna go out of my way i didn't like all the ah, you know like the the crazy over the top but i remember what like my my uncles and stuff like they love like my uncle i remember my uncle jimmy watching sam kennison and like cracking sam kennison jokes you know what i mean like it's so strange to think about that guy was like at the top of the game for a little while he was and then he flamed out again you know like yeah drugs alcohol yep vices get the best of them sometimes Oh yeah. Of course, I really like Chris Rock a lot too. Like some of his classic. Uh, I was kids. I was this close to putting Rock up there. If he, I had to put him, I'd probably slide him in my last pick. To be honest, we go based off of specials. Chris Rock has got some specials, man. Dude, I was gonna say when you said when you said Robin Williams was flawless, I was gonna say like live on Broadway. Stronger. Yeah. The Robitussin joke? Mo Tussin. Come on. Everybody knows that. It's so funny. <laughs> yeah. 
little water, shake up the bottle, Moto. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Rock had some. Chris Rock, man. Like, he's probably my fifth pick, to be honest. He probably would have been. Uh, easily, in, I could put three in there right away. We already kind of talked about him. Mitch is in mine, guaranteed. Dave's in mine, guaranteed. Bill Burr's in mine, guaranteed. I, I, I can. I, 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 I'm writing down. I'm gonna write down who who I know your your number one's gonna be. I'm gonna write it down. Uh, I had a really hard time filling the last two spots. Like, <laughs> I thought about people like Norm. I thought about people like Ralphie May, uh, Daniel Tosh, Tom Segura, Patrice O'Neill. I think Patrice O'Neill is super underrated. Okay, I think it's too. another guy like Mitch where he just left too soon. Yep. Is everything he says is funny to me. Richard Pryor, I had Kevin Hart in there. Um, but I think my last two, I kind of went off delivery for me. What? And it's Anthony Jeselnik Ooh. and Rodney Dangerfield. They're what? just two people that just I love him. I Rodney Dangerfield is just repetitively. <laughs> I'm not saying they're I'm not saying they're the five greatest. If you ask me the five greatest, no, it's a story. I, I could put I don't mind I don't I mind Rodney agree. Dangerfield on the list. I but really don't I, mind. How do you leave Carlin off your list, though? I have him. I had him literally right after. He's the really? next person I have on the list. If you, if if I, if my list that I wrote down was Mitch, Dave, Bill, Rodney Dangerfield, Jessel, Nick, Carlin, Louis C.K. That was the people I wrote down. That really? was like these are the guys. Like, if you ask me, like, who I love, Je- Carlin was the, the first person I ever saw live. Yeah, yeah. Who was? George Carlin. Oh yeah, well, I yeah. saved up. I saved up like four paychecks at Applebee's to buy tickets <laughs> to go. I was a, a host years at 15 years old, and I went and saw him at the embassy. That was yep. one of his last few shows, dude. Honestly, it was. It was. It was like literally a couple years before he died. He died. 2006. Yeah. yeah, he did. He did two hours, and then at wow. the end of the set. He asked if he could bring out papers and just see how test stuff out. And he brought this. I mean, dude, he had like a booklet. Bunch of like these jokes. And and just, it. it was his last special. He just read the jokes off and he was seeing if they worked. And he, <laughs> if they didn't work, he was like, well, that one's done. And he had like scratch it off. Scratch it off. Yeah. It was, it was great. Um, you talked about Bert, dude. I'm telling you, in person, like you said, he's a nice person. I've seen him now three times. And twice we we Vanessa and I went and saw him in Indian a tiny show. It was like in like an old Don Pablo's. Dude, it's one of the, it's <laughs> the most I've ever laughed in a in a comedy club ever. He got he done with me the out show. when saw him. Because he wait. got he got shit faced. And I'm talking wasted. <laughs> we were the last show of the night, and he is just hammered because he already did one before us. Dude, He's already like he did three and a half hours. He just kept going. He was like, I don't know if you guys want to, but keep getting these people drinks because we're going to keep this going. And he just, it was, it was, I've never, my face hurt for days. Like, it was great. He's a that's really good. good storyteller. That's, that's his right. thing. He's that's not Bert a, really is a great, Bert, he's not a good like, joke teller, but his stories are. That's why the best. Russian, that the machine story is one of the greatest bits I've ever heard. Van Wilder is based on his life. Yeah, I yeah, just like, saw that seriously. the other day. Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know that until like two days ago. Yeah. Um, he sold his rights to a yeah. movie company. You know what's really messed up is I read that Rolling Stone article. I remember reading that. Totally forgot all about it until like three days ago, two, three days ago. I heard that Burt Kreischer was the, the basis for Van Wilder. 
Yep. I hadn't even remembered that that Rolling Stone article was about Burt Kreischer. I read it when it was in Rolling Stone. I'm, Ten years later, Burt Kreischer's famous. There's no way the donut. I'm gonna give some love for the dog. I know nobody's gonna put a <laughs> that female. That is part of that movie. I know that nobody's <laughs> putting. <laughs> I know nobody's putting a female in their top five or or this their favorite five. I had one quoting. I'm I'm at least mentioning Ali Wong. She's got three specials so far. And, and every all single one of them is hilarious. Yeah. She's she's funny, but I don't know. Like, she's the first girl comedian that I can remember watching all three specials, and I can watch them by myself, and I will be laughing out loud. I'm like, yeah. this chick's funny. Maybe Cobra. Like, she's hilarious. I'll be yeah. admittedly, I have never seen them. Like, oh, yeah. oh dude, do yourself a favor. You guys, especially because you got little kids, go do yourself a favor and go watch them. They're great. I'm not gonna. I'm not going to say that I that she was even remotely close to my top five, but I can't really think of a female comedian that I like more than her. You know what I mean? Like, no, I, it's it's so hard, and I feel like an asshole for saying it. I know we're all sort of thinking it, but like, it's hard to relate to a lot of the the comedy that that women because like obviously we can't really relate to where they're coming from, so right. it's hard. And yeah. some women are really, really funny as actresses and things like that. But stand-up is so – it's it's different. different ball game. Yeah, it's really yeah. – it's hard. Um, yeah. Did I mention I would, Ralphie May was somebody I thought about? Yeah, I've he, never he been a big Ralphie soon. May guy. I didn't I like, like him until we saw him. We saw him live, and I was like, okay, this guy's pretty good. Yeah, I don't know, man. I just – he was on uh, Last Comic Standing, and I, yeah. I just didn't like – on top of not really ne- necessarily liking him as a comic – even like the behind the scenes stuff, you know, they live in the house and all that jazz. Like, even that, I was like, I don't think I would want to hang out with this dude. Like, there's just, I just didn't really right. like him much. And some Bernie, of the Bernie, Bernie Mac was somebody I thought about. Bernie Mac was really good. Bernie Mac yeah, was good. Uh, uh, what was that that movie He's like put out where it's like Bernie and Cedric? Kings of Comedy. Oh, dude, his set on fire. Was absolute fire. Yeah, like that was real good stuff. Yeah, he was pretty good. Um, he definitely knew what was up. He's an OG in the game. John, who are who are yours? Oh yeah, we need drama. Yeah, five. Uh, I got three honorable mentions, and I was like, when I was getting down to it, I was like, okay, I want to have seen everybody, and but at the same time, the people I haven't seen, I've seen most of their work, and a lot of this for me is all about the presentation. Who presents the jokes the best? So I got. Norm McDonald as an honorable mention. I got and uh, and I have to say this because this comedy special it was it was a comedy special that I taped when I was a kid and I was allowed to watch it over and over again because um, he doesn't curse. But Sinbad live in Atlanta literally <laughs> is what got me into comedy. Like that comedy special I watched so many times. I taped it and I had a tape. The VHS tape, I wore that tape out twice. I had to retape it twice because I, I would come home. I would just put it in Friday night. Boom. Let's put I it in. I remember that. Wasn't that an HBO? And I knew every word. Don't you run. We, oh, dude. I'm telling you, I knew every word of that comedy special. And, and it wasn't, it was one of those things that my dad was like, cool with it because he was like, he's not cussing. Right. The first thing my dad ever showed me after Sinbad was Eddie Murphy, who I have. <laughs> I thought about him too. He's pretty up there. I put him at number five. And and the reason I put him at number five is because he has 
his two specials, Raw and Flawless. There's not there's Law, Raw and Delirious are two of the greatest stand up hours that uh, have ever been. That's the only two that he has, and that's why he's at number five on my list. If he had more, I'd put him higher. Quick because side note: what? his presentation was so good. Oh my god! Has there ever been anybody that has had uh, successful comedy specials, been a successful actor, and had a music hit like Eddie Murphy? Right. Yeah. That was kind of cool. yeah, right. right. Think about that. That's probably never been replicated. Well, let's not let's not go with hit. <laughs> right. Yeah. It was awesome. at the time. Rick James put it out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Rick in the video. Like, <laughs> so and I and I got Norm Macdonald as an honorable mention too. Like yeah. Norm was like one of those guys. I don't know. I never, I never really listened to any of his comedy until I knew about his podcast or his show. And then I went back and started watching his comedy and the dude was hilarious. Cause I knew him more from movies really. And SNL like, and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. 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 I knew him more for that. I didn't know him for stand up. So <laughs> once I did though, I was like, dude's a beast. I think, like, I his think you have to be, is insane. I think you have to be a really big, stand-up fan though to have the appreciation for people like norm right because like yeah. the average person like if i show my wife norm she just doesn't get it like and i also it, have right outside with todd you said his name i was hoping you were gonna say it because i wanted to pop the name with jesselnick jesselnick's presentation is so good his deadpan his the way his his joke because People believe this dude's a jerk, but he's like one of the nicest guys, apparently. But like because of his persona on stage, you get this belief that he's like a douchebag and he's really so, not like. So that's when we talked about it after the pod last week or two weeks ago, like when we were talking about doing this and you guys were both like, Jezelnik, Jezelnik. I don't think he's that funny. Like, I appreciate the fact that what he's doing. Listen, I appreciate the fact that what he's doing is great theater you know what i mean like he is yeah. putting it and it's kind of the same thing it's like the inverse version of why i like john mulaney like you guys don't like john mulaney i know that he's giving a fully caricaturized version of his like right. weird anxious self and i think his jokes are funnier than jesselnick's jokes uh, oh, like, dude. dude my girlfriend got her hair cut she started crying. I said, why are you crying? I'm the one that's got to get a new girlfriend. Dude, that's such a good <laughs> joke. It's not Caleb in this one. The whole joke, like, dude. I when he said, says we showed my grandmother Schindler's List because she thought the Holocaust was a lie, then she wanted to know why it didn't happen twice. Dude. <laughs> the vulgarity of it is, is It's just absurd. It's a caricature. It's a caricature. And yeah, he takes everything just that one step further than most people would take it, and that's his shtick. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he's just being a little bit more of an asshole than anybody else is willing to be. Right. And I get it. I definitely get it. I just don't think it's that funny. Like, I, I appreciate. Do. I think it's great. I appreciate how good he is at what he does. Like we were talking earlier. Like, is this about who's your favorite or who's right? Your yeah. He's way higher on my list of people that I'm respecting their craft than actually liking them. So at four, I got Dave. Uh, he's one of those guys. The presentation, seeing him live, even like I, I remember the first time I saw him live, I was like, it was uh, after he had, uh, left for all the years, and when he came yeah. back, he was all buffed. And when yeah. he walked out, yeah. I was like, that's not Dave Chappelle. And he sure, enough, I thought it was his security guard. It was Dave. Like Thirty pounds of muscle. Like, what the yeah. Heck? So and but his uh, his presentation, the 
Like everything about like he's smoking on stage, the relaxed, the, everything about his storytelling is great. Number three, I got Mitch. Um, it, it's one of those things. It's a presentation. His delivery to his punchlines is flawless. Number two is, and I was like, this is where I was like, I, I, I have Louis CK up there sometimes and sometimes I don't, but this dude, I put him up there and Todd said his name too. Bill Burr, Bill Burr gets me. Bill Burr gets me. Every joke that dude tells, the fact that he puts sports clips in his, you know what I'm saying? Like he, 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 uh, he talks about bobbing and weaving and it's all, this is a sports guy. This is a guy when he's telling yeah. folks, I'm like, I get this. This is, yeah. I relate to this almost immediately because you're relating it to one of my favorite things. And my language. Doing it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like every single time he, like every special, I, I've, I've never seen a special of his. I didn't like, um, it's just like it's him. that good. Bill Burr is my number two and my goat. It's easy. Todd knows who my goat is. It's, it's Rodney Dangerfield. Rodney Dangerfield did the most amazing thing I've ever seen on television ever. On the Tonight Show, he wasn't scheduled to fuck be a guest. He wasn't scheduled to be on. I was, and then, I don't know why. I I'm not a fan of Jay Leno, but I'm watching the Tonight Show, and uh, Rodney Dangerfield just walks past the camera, walks out in the front in in front of the crowd, and just starts telling jokes. He has got. He doesn't have a microphone. He did nothing. You can't hear what he's saying. All you see is Jay Leno go, get him a mic. And he's like this, get him a microphone. And some dude just runs out of nowhere. And Ronnie's wearing a uh, all red velvet. Yeah, like a velour. Yeah. Yeah, with his initials on it. And and like, and the guy runs over to him and sticks a a mic in his hand. The punchline and joke comes out and then boom, another one, another one, another one. He goes on for five minutes. Five minutes. And then walks right up to Jay Leno, shakes his hand, and walks off stage. Go. When, when I was I looking up like all these different comedians, when Nobody I was looking up that. all the comedians, yeah, he. Do you know he was? He showed up on Johnny Carson's Tonight Show over seventy times. Yeah. Like he wasn't like he just was on all the time. Go yeah. back and just he can. It's a, a machine gun. Oh, respect. Machine gun. Boom, boom, joke. Boom, boom, joke. Boom, joke. Yeah. Boom, joke. It's just constant. And, and yeah, he does. He doesn't stop. And it's not. It's a completely different style than everybody else in your top five that you were just oh, talking for about, sure. Absolutely. Because you had Bill Burr, who's a great storyteller. You got Chappelle, oh, who's a great, great storyteller. Yeah. yeah. Um, Hedberg, I mean, obviously, it's a completely different thing talking about it's the presentation, yeah. yeah. But like Rodney Dangerfield wasn't telling stories, no. he was telling as many jokes as he could fit into the shortest time possible. Machine gun, bro. All of them hit, you know what I mean? Like, he didn't have, but the like it goes to what Todd was saying, he did it so he was so prolific, you know what I mean? He was always, I don't know when his career started, he was, he was. In his mid forties, before he even did one thing of stand up, and that's what I was going to say. I can tell you that wow. he was already old. Yeah, the first time I remember seeing him on TV, and yeah. he he was. Just I watched always, the thing with Norm and Bob Saget talking about yeah. him. Time, Caleb. What's that? Bob, we got time. <laughs> Bob Saget talked about when he was oh, first yeah. coming up as a comedian. Rodney Dangerfield was still going under a different name. 
Yeah. And he actually, the, like he was going up and he had been having some issues and I don't remember what the story was, but like whoever presented him introduced him as Rodney Dangerfield. They just came up with like a bullshit name, walked out on stage and was like, it's Rodney Dangerfield. And he just came out, started throwing singers and it stuck. Like, it, yeah. He's my goat, man. He, yeah, I, I, a psychiatrist I, tells me I'm crazy. I went and got a second opinion. And he told me I'm ugly too. Like, <laughs> like they're just, they're just boom, 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 yeah. boom, jokes, man. Jokes just throwing jabs, jokes. just nonstop. Jokes on jokes, bro. So, so Manny Pacquiao stand up. I think, uh, I sure. think we hit basically everybody I expected us to hit there. Um. I thought somebody would pick, choose Bill Hicks. I Bill had him. Hicks is, I had him written down. Bill Hicks is never a, a huge popular choice for like, like well, to be edgy. Because Bill, well, let me Hicks ask you this: Where, but. where's Bill Hicks on the IMDb list? I'm curious about that. I him. A lot of lists had him high. I well, thought about people like say. he's like he's. I think he was like 40 or 41, something like that. You know what I? You know what I kind of think of when I think of Bill Hicks? You know, like you always hear like. Yeah, he's a comedian. He was 19. Comedian. 19? He was yeah, I'm 19. not surprised by that. He's like the MF Doom of comedians. He's yeah. like he's your favorite comedian's favorite comedian. Yeah. And like you could ask anybody that we just mentioned, any of them that are, you know, even contemporary, like our contemporaries, they're gonna be like, Oh yeah, Bill Hicks is a legend. You know what I mean? But right. Joe Schmo off the street, you tell him Bill Hicks, and they have no idea who you're even talking about. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the that's the thing about him. Um, I think the people we miss are like, just they're just considered great people. Like you got like Cosby Lenny, was a good stand up. Seinfeld was a good stand up. Lenny um, Bruce, Lenny Brooks, yeah. Don or uh, Don Don Rickles. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, the legends, the legends and stuff like that. I honestly, I was happy that somebody mentioned Carlin. I didn't want to mention George Carlin as great as he was. It's such a generic pick, in my opinion. Right. Yeah. Like I still every, have the shirt upstairs that got me kicked out of high school. From everybody loved every, every, anyone who's ever claimed to enjoy stand-up comedy. If they've if they don't mention George Carlin, then they're an idiot, yeah. in my opinion. You know what I mean? Like he was as good as anybody who's ever done it. And I, Richard I Pryor, like Jesse, my mom, let me wear that shirt to school, and then me getting kicked out. What does it say? Where, what? The ink. It was the incomplete list of impolite words, and it had like wow. a thousand different swear words on it, and they were all like tiny. But you couldn't see him unless you were close. And I had a teacher standing behind me, and I was sitting at my desk. And they're like, "What does your shirt say?" And it's like it's the incomplete list of impolite words. And I'm gone. Yeah, yeah. You know who's one of my guilty pleasure guys? Jimmy Carr from England. I like Jimmy Carr. I like Jimmy Carr. I I I don't know why. Like I'll I'll stay up and I'll watch his stand up by myself because I I feel like nobody else likes him. But I like I think Jimmy. I think Jimmy Carr is good in roasts. Anytime I see him in a roast, like his. I was gonna talk about roasts. What's your guys' favorite roast? Oh, dude. Uh, roasts are so hard now. Like, yeah, I don't like them now because a lot of it's not even their jokes. I don't right, like exactly. So, who was the guy that died? He was a beast. Oh, oh Greg Giraldo. Greg Giraldo. Yeah. He was like yes. roast daddy. He dude. wrote those bits. Like he yeah. no, he wrote his own bits for sure. <laughs> when he would get on Lisa Lampanelli, dude. Oh my god. I, dude. Yeah. So Greg Greg Giraldo and uh Jeffrey Wright Jeff are both guys that Ross. Jeffrey Ross. Jeffrey Ross, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeffrey, Ross, Jeffrey yeah. Wright. Jeffrey Wright is <laughs> Jeffrey Wright's the black guy who was Commissioner Gordon in the new Batman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I just combined Jeffrey Ross and Stephen Wright, which would be a funny. He's also in Westworld. Um, yeah, yeah, I like Jeffrey Wright. Uh, not a great stand-up, I bet, but really good actor. <laughs> um, Je- no, Jeff Ross and Greg Giraldo, those two were like made a living off that. Yeah, man, they like they they would have if Je- if Greg Giraldo was still alive, he'd still be doing roasts. I promise you that. Well, Jeff Ross, uh, is, Ross has a show. Ross. Ross has a show. I I don't know what channel it's on. I watched a couple of it where it was like roast. It's called Roast Me or something. And that's what he does. He just goes up to random people on the street and just starts roasting them. Wow. And like, yeah, I can't remember. And then I can't tell if that's genius. I can't tell if that's genius or real dumb. You know what I mean? Like, right. Yeah. And then, well, there was another show he had. He's going to fuck would like roast people in the past. They were like dress up like. Oh, yeah, like, historical roast. Yeah, I, historical yeah, I, roast. I, yeah, I yeah. That one was okay. I think um, uh, I had Martin Lawrence down. I think his specials are good. Yeah, I like yeah. Martin Lawrence. You So Crazy was really good. I just always – Martin Lawrence just always made me miss Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Like, Eddie, I, I, that's really what it was. Like, when it, Martin Lawrence started getting kind of funny when Eddie Murphy stopped being funny, and I was just like – I feel like Jim Gaffigan is today Simbad. Like he's making people that can like kids. You can listen to Jim Gaffigan as a kid and find humor in it. Like joking about hot pockets. <laughs> I love. I love the clean comic though. There's there's a guy that's like. There's lots of them. So, Brian Regan's pretty clean. Regan, that's the guy. Yeah, yeah. Brian, Brian Regan's pretty clean. clean. He's really I good. I like Brian Regan. Doesn't doesn't Pete Holmes go completely clean sometimes too? His last I can't think of Pete, Col- I can't think of Pete Holmes anymore good. without thinking of the Batman skit. I know. I, I love Pete Holmes so much, and he's another one that I think is like comedians love Pete Holmes. Right, yeah. But he's – they, and we talked about that too. Like, oh, man, the networks keep trying. Like, right. Showbiz really wants him to be up. famous, but God. I thought they were decent, some of them. His what joke was? about how big the universe was in his last special, dude, like <laughs> – I was, for ten minutes, I was like, "That's a good joke." Like, yeah. just because he was like, he he was cussing. You realize how like, small you are. Yeah. yeah, that's fucking impossible. Like, <laughs> just kept saying that. I was like, "So good, dude." His presentation is really good. Um, yeah, he does. He just he has some good skills for sure. Other other guys like that level, like the Pete Holmes level. Like, I really like Mike Birbiglia sometimes. I think how can they I know who that oh. is. I've never. So Kyle Canaan is great. People don't sleep on him. I I actually have a really funny Kyle Canaan story. Um, he's friends with a friend of mine. Like Jesse, you know Alex Price, right? Yeah, big Alex. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I almost wow. If we wouldn't have mentioned Kyle Canaan, I probably wouldn't have mentioned Alex in a whole episode about stand-up comedy. And he's like pretty good friend of mine who's a pretty good stand-up comic How about dj um, he he like him and kyle canane are like friend friends and he's got all kinds of stories about kyle canane but i guess one night another girl from angola was like super drunk making a mess of herself and kyle canane like literally like helped take care of her and stuff <laughs> like kept her from and i was like that's really cool like to hear about this dude who is a pretty like Crass mind. What's that? John, who's that dude that's like a wall? He's like believing in all those conspiracy theories. Uh, I'm the uh, of, uh, of, no, 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 no,
He's a stand-up no, comedian. He's crazy. From Blink-182, Todd. No, no, he's no, no, no. not. You're thinking it's not Tim Dillon. It's the other guy. The guy that's pooping on Rogan right now on TikTok. Is that who you're talking about? He's, he, he's, he's, got, like, he's always in his garage. Beard. He's got a beard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Philip, you would know who he is. Oh, my yeah. God. He was, he was, he was he a was big a stand-up. Comedian. Yeah. And then he, like, went off-grid. And now he thinks, like, all these crazy – it's, like, crazier conspiracy theories than Tom DeLong. By a long shot. Like, way Find crazier. He's like a flat earther, and he's yeah, he thinks a, the earth is flat, and oh, he's no. like a, a super truther, and it's he's oh no, he's kind of crazy. Like he hates Joe Rogan. Like he's constantly he calls him Joe the Toe Rogan. <laughs> like he just shits on him all the time because he used oh. to he was like on his podcast too. Like I can't remember the name. Figure out his name, Todd. Oh, what is his name, Todd? Now you're it's gonna make me because Tim Dillon's the other guy right now that's like he's kind of like the guy that's like real edgy and like he's but oh, I can't remember his I name. I man, I have tried to distance myself from Joe Rogan because I just don't I don't understand what's going on with him. Like I what are you talking about Joe's awesome. I don't know, dude. There's some stuff that I'm like. I don't necessarily want to watch it or, or like listen to what he's saying because I liked Joe Rogan so much like 12 years ago, 15 years ago that I don't want him to hear him say something really dumb and then me be like, Oh, now I got to hate this guy. So I'm like avoiding it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But when he does say things that are dumb, he apologizes. And also, <laughs> I love Joe, dude. Joe Rogan. Oh, I listen to the I was listening to today. I was listening everybody to says all the time. I love Joe. Joe's great. Right. Like he gets swept up in like it's that's that's a whole political thing. Like yeah. Yeah, people on the left want you to hate Joe because they say that only racist people listen to Joe Rogan. Like absurdity. <laughs> that's that's crazy. You're I don't, crazy. I don't deal in absolutes. You can't say only certain people. That, that's so silly to say. That's um, I, but that's what the, the stigma is. It's I can't like, believe I've, I've literally had about, girls at work tell me that. They're nice like, man. well, you listen to Rogan, straight white male. It's like, yeah, because he's <laughs> fucking hilarious and his podcast is super informative most times. Like, not saying he's a goat at all, but I, I can't believe nobody brought up Andrew Dice Clay. He had a pretty popular oh. run of being, I don't, I don't like him at all. I'm just saying. Not a fan. He's it's just He was popular for a while. Yeah, yeah for sure. And he's um, actually kind of resurging right now too. He's really? Doing, yeah, yeah. I, he's got a special out. Dude is old. We you brought yeah. up Joe Rogan. I never really thought of Joe Rogan as a comedian, and then I watched his comedy special, and I was yeah. like, "Holy shit, this guy's really funny." Yeah, he was really like, funny like twelve years ago. That's what I'm saying. Like he was. He was funny a year ago when I watched. Oh, I haven't. I haven't watched any of the more recent stuff at all. Yeah, it's pretty um, good. Like, Todd, did you figure out that dude's name? No, it just every time I'm I look at all the things I'm searching, it's coming up as a uh, Tim Dillon, but it's not Tim Dillon. It's not Tim Dillon. I can but picture the guy, and it's driving me absolutely crazy. All right, well maybe maybe this is maybe this is where we introduce a new uh, little part Transition. of this podcast where we'll go back and next. Next episode, you can figure it out before then. Yeah. And be like, oh, for everybody that was wondering why Todd would bring somebody up and then not know who the hell he was talking about, this John is the knows answer. Too. I got. I'm sure I'll be flipping through TikTok later tonight, and one of his videos will show up, and I'll be and like, then, I'll put it in the chat. 
Yeah, just we'll, share. We'll, we'll, we'll drop um, his name next week. All right, so football. Oh man, Todd, I just looked at I just looked at your list and saw three names that I wish we would have mentioned. Pat Oswalt, I think, is hilarious. John disagrees. Dimitri Martin. Disagree. I think he's okay. Dimitri Martin's first Comedy Central oh, presents. His first, his first so one was good. really good. One of the funny with the with the where he's drawn on the, the board. Yeah, that was. Oh really my good. god the the tic tac tic tac toe toe is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Where he draws the little, he's, he's like a got a little oval, and he's like, "This is a tic tac," and then he it's like in a tic tac toe board, and he's like, "This is tic tac toe." <laughs> And then it's yeah. tic-tac-toe made out of tic-tacs. And he's like, this is tic-tac, tic-tac-toe. Yeah. And then it's on a toe. Tic-tac, tic-tac-toe-toe. I was just like, dude, like, just, okay, we get it. You're fucking hilarious. Like, His calm down. His show calm sucked down. so bad, though. Well, and so he's bad. just, I think he was just like a one, he had enough, enough yeah. comedy for one special. Yeah. He crushed it, and then he disappeared. Well, he had another special, and then the show was just like weird, and I don't know, like it just didn't sit. Like, and then the other one, Bo uh, Bo Burnham, I yeah. think. So I think Todd, I think you. His most recent watched, special is really good. Yeah, after I watched Inside, I I posted about it on Facebook, and I think you commented <laughs> along with what I was saying. I was like, this guy, so. I like his old comedy, like the singing and stuff. Like it, I, I always thought it was funny. He was, you know, he wrote funny songs, that but I didn't necessarily. What's that? That most recent one was so unique. It was like Dimitri yeah. Martin's first thing. It was just so original. Yeah, it was. It was like nothing that I've seen. But now the problem is, Bo Burnham has probably got to retire. Like he probably can't do another special. He spent all his load. It was too, yeah, like he was too vulnerable in that special. And now I don't know if I'll ever be able to think he's like legitimately funny again because after watching that, I'm like, dude, I feel so bad for this guy. It's so, it's just strange. And I know it's act. I know he's got a successful wife who's like a producer. I understand, like, it was an act, but God, was it like heart wrenching to hear him talk about finally made the decision that I was okay and I could go back to doing stand up. And then 2020 happened. And now, here we are, For John. John, because you don't know, he he when he had his first stand up, he did those ones with the piano. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he has like severe like anxiety and like stage fright. So then he addresses it in this in this stand up why he hasn't been on stage. Yeah, took, but he's like, doing it in a room long. all by himself. It's 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 a it's a unique stand up. It really I is. Like it, it's not even really stand up technically. I mean. He took like nine, he took More like eight or nine years off or something like that because he could not mentally or physically he could not get himself to go back on stage because of his anxiety, and then he finally got himself to a point like where he was okay and he could get himself back out there, and then the pandemic happened and nobody could do any stand up like nobody's gonna go and be in a crowd you know what I mean so he had to focus all this energy that he had that he had finally realized he could go back on stage and now he can't do it. So he turned it all into this special and it is different, dude. It is very, very different. Mm. I'll never and watch it. You'll <laughs> never watch it. Is that what you just said? Yeah. I, I don't, I, I think I saw the first time I ever got introduced to that guy is he was a, a character on parks and rec, like a, just one, episode character on parks and rec yeah and he was like 
they were trying to get uh, it was during the when they were trying to get people to do uh, their little uh, band thing. And he was like in a very popular band and they went to see him and he was like treating his dad badly and like being a <laughs> jerk and stuff. And I was just like, ah, not one thing this guy said was funny, like the entire skit to me. So, so I was just like, oh, I guess I'll pass on his comedy. Yeah. Like, and then I I saw like a couple of clips of his, and I was just like, nothing ever yeah. really stuck with me. I mean, I, I I can see how other people like it. But... I think he's just a I think he's a really odd dude that had some had a strange situation, and then it got stranger. And that that last special was really really good. Um, all right, let's. Uh, Jesse, we... tell me how you feel about uh, Tom Brady coming back. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> it's kind of a big topic. No, he's coming back. It's like your bully finally leaves high school and moves away, but then he comes back a month later. <laughs> that, sounds, it. that sounds Just pretty personal. fucking head in the snow. Yeah. Uh, that sounds pretty personal. At least you can't get swirlies anymore, Jess. <laughs> right. I feel... I feel like the moment I read that article, I could feel the entire state of Indiana just disappointingly sigh. They're just like, oh. That was great. Oh, no, we suck again. Oh, is a drama queen and an attention whore. You know what's crazy? The only thing that would make it better if he went to Jacksonville and led them to an AFC championship. That would be the only thing better for me. Just mess up an AFC South. Just absolutely just dominate the AFC South. Um, so I found, <laughs> I saw the, uh, like a tweet on my phone or something. And at first I was like, that's gotta be fake or no, actually my wife texted me. That's what it was. She texted me like a screenshot that was like, cause she's a Tom Brady fan. Like him, Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski. How many casuals are Tom Brady, Brady fans? Well, she's a Michigan I'm no casual, fan but I'm a Tom Brady fan. Yeah, she's sure. she's a Michigan fan too. So I I mean I get it. She grew up right by Ann Arbor. So like Ugh. um but yeah, she texted me and she was like, What the what? And I was like, That's gotta be fake. And because I hadn't gotten a notification on my phone, nothing. And I looked at ESPN, I was just like Yeah, I thought it was fake too, because the first source I saw was like from some Cincinnati Tribune or something yeah. like that. And I was like, yeah. Oh, this is fake. It's from some weird. Isn't, like, isn't that weird? Like how we've been programmed to just like immediately if if, uh, if it's not like ESPN thing. or something like that, we're like, nah, well, we no, no way. That's I can gather out of this whole scenario is that the Colts have one less team to go against to get a quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't know. There aren't a lot of quarterbacks left for you guys. I've been yeah, looking at the waiver wire today. You're you running out, out of Mitch Trubisky. Point. It's going to be a I'm just going to bring that up. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it right here. I'm going to say it before everybody else. Mike Tomlin's streak of winning will continue. And Mike Tomlin will still have a winning record after this year. Mitch Trubisky will look better than he's ever looked in his entire career. Absolutely agree. With Mike Tomlin as his head coach. Yeah, dude. And the Bears are going to be going, what the fuck? Got to fix that O-line. Well, the Bears – Look, have a good if the Bengals can do what they did with their O line for the first, that O line was porous the first half of the year. Porous. So, Seventy-two, seven sacks in the Super Bowl. I really don't. I really don't understand the decision. I. It's probably a little bit of me just hating Justin Fields because he went to Ohio State and Georgia, like two schools that I despise. But I don't get what. 
why the Bears thought he's the answer over over Trubisky. I don't get Sarah that. Hammered with the, uh, scrambling ability. It's not like Mitch Trubisky's a statue back there. Oh, Mitchell okay. Trubisky's been a pretty good, like mobile quarterback. He's pretty good out of pocket. Can can somebody explain to me? Huge in NFL. Nagy is not good. No, well, yeah, the Bears, I think no. had a lot to do with. They didn't have a wide receiver. Who was the best wide receiver during Mitch's? A Rob, Allen Robinson. Allen. But he wasn't that good though. When he no. after he left Jacksonville, he was garbage. Yeah, and still as good. Tariq Cohen was the guy that had the most receiving yards. For sure. I don't know. Yeah. I think I think Mitch is going to be all right in, in Pittsburgh. I think he's going to be pretty good. Sure in, in be out. He did. He was a high draft pick for a reason, and he has, you know, he's in a good system, a good offensive system. So we'll see. What, yeah. what do you guys think about Russ in Denver? I was about to comment on that. I think I, that was the dumbest no waiver way. Like, I don't understand why he would waive his no trade clause to go to that division. That's insanity. Yeah. You're gonna play Holmes twice, Mahomes. Herbert twice, and now you got to play Cleo Mack and Joey Bosa, dude. I think yep. Russ is in for a rough go. Their defense is gonna be upgraded. Dude, I think the Seahawks absolutely trade raped them. Yeah, big time. I mean, that's a Herschel Walker. Style trade. We're not denying that Russell Wilson is good, but he had the thumb injury last year, and also a big part of his game is scrambling. He's uh 31, 32 right now. He's not getting any quick uh quicker, you know. So you go to a team with worse wide receivers, yep, like DK Metcalf and well, yeah. uh, Tyler Lockett, like pretty good combo. Well, yeah, yeah and I'll and I'll agree that the Seahawks, those top, those top two are definitely better. But it's not like the Broncos don't have weapons. Yeah, Jerry Judy you know I mean? and the Broncos, the Broncos have weapons. It's decent. They're not DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. No, they're not. And I agree with you wholeheartedly there. But I'm, it's not I'm, like gonna, I'm gonna do some clown time. The Seahawks will have more wins than the Denver Broncos yeah. next year. We don't even know who's gonna be the QB, Todd. Oh huh? wait, you don't. Drew Locke's gonna, gonna get more wins there. than Russell Wilson next year. I'll say. I don't think he's going to be the starter. I don't think it's guaranteed. They might. Make I don't a care who's the starter. You, John could go be the starter. Throw God off a of TikTok could go Drew be Lock the starter. Hey, I would. I would be cool with that. Wait, what did you just say, Jesse? What if Geno Smith beats out Drew Lock? Stop. Drew Lock is not have. good. Is, is, I bet he is the starter. I'll bet I you. Think Todd, I think Todd was expecting to get clown time there, and Jesse came closer. Like, <laughs> is Geno even still in the league? Yeah, yeah he, Gino was Russ's backup. backup. Yeah, Gino had a couple yeah. decent games actually last season. Yeah, because when well, Russell Wilson hurt his hand, there's a zero percent chance he's going to beat out Drew Locke for that starting job. Zero percent. Um, uh, how about uh, how about John's team giving Michael Gallup a load of money and then basically giving Dude, giving Amari Cooper? Let's say Jerry Jones dies, we are effed. Six-rounder. Here's Amari. You know what that trade was? That trade was Jackie Muniz. They needed a they needed a washing machine. <laughs> and a fourth-round washing machine. Now listen, <laughs> the Cowboys. The Cowboys cleared up cap space. I get that. Was 16, 16 mil they cleared up in cap space, something like that. Nineteen. Well, we went remember. from being over twenty-two million to under nineteen point five, but we had to restructure Dak's contract. Right. Drop Amari Cooper and restructure our best offensive lineman's contract and hope he doesn't leave next year. Like what I'm saying, just just the Amari Cooper deal. 
The Amari Cooper deal was all about cap space. Right. 22 you, million. I mean, because otherwise you effectively traded Amari Cooper for a fifth round pick. And C.D. Lamb and his rookie deal, they are in cap hell. Yeah, but why sign – Michael Gallup is a <laughs> – I don't know. Maybe. Don't know. Maybe. Three. A slot. Yeah. That, maybe. that part of it, that, like uh, – You're giving him over $10 million a year? You can't say wants to knock Amari Cooper, but he hasn't missed any games. Amari yeah, like- disappears and in, in, like when you need him to show up in the fourth quarter, Amari just disappears. I know he's a fantasy, great route runner. Like monster game one week, and the next two he's like two catches. He's a like- great route runner. Oh, yeah. He really is, but that's it. Like he has no size to get away. He has no speed to get away from people. He's probably a top ten. He's he, I, I bet stat wise he's a top oh, ten yeah. receiver since he's been in the league. He's like Keenan Allen ish, probably. Like- but I can think of. 10 receivers. I could probably think of 15 receivers I'd rather have on my team than Amari yeah, Cooper. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, I can too. It's, I don't know. Amari Cooper's such a weird commodity because he's a big name. You know what I mean? Everybody recognizes the name because he came from Alabama and then went to the Cowboys. You know what I mean? He's always been. Well, he was a Raider first. Oh, yeah. I forgot. He had drafted forgot about the Raiders. His Raiders time. But he's always been a known, a known name. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, Where is it? I don't know. Teddy, just, just, Teddy Dak restructuring his contract actually makes me like Dak a little bit better. What are we going to say about Aaron Rodgers here? Dollars. We knew he wasn't going to. Uh, that Devontae Adams wants to get paid. It's going to kill the. Devontae Adams not wanting to play is going to kill. Is going to kill. Is going to kill everything. If Devontae Adams is looking to get paid, those two dudes getting that money. The Packers are not going to be that good. They're going to have to let some dudes go because they're already over cap. They're already over the cap. Aaron Rodgers was never going anywhere, dude. No. Why would you leave the NFC North? Yeah. It's the the easiest division to win every year. Lions. Sorry, Caleb. It's (laughs) trash. I'm aware. I'm aware that we're grabbing. Cousins is the second best quarterback in that division. We're mad division. So stomp all over him. Hey, I just Kirk, I knew how many, he wasn't how many, pro, how many Pro Bowls has Kirk Cousins been to? He's been to a couple, I think. Yeah, Kirk Cousins is no joke. I mean, you know I, he's I, not I, bad as long as he's not playing on Monday night. If he's not playing the afternoon and late night games, he 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 has a winning record if he plays the noon or one o'clock games. If he if he plays Kirk in the Cousins afternoon games, he has a losing record. That is some super in depth stat work, right? Well, there. I only know that because one of my buddies. One of my buddies who works for Fox, they looked it up once, and it was like, if he plays the late games, he plays terrible. And if he plays the early games, he plays great. Is it's, your buddy that works for Fox? Is weird that the, stat. Is that the Tigers what? fan dude that you – No, he, he, I grew, I went to high school with him. He works on um, First Things First. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I, 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 would, I would trade Kirk Cousins right now for Dak Prescott, even up. Well, yeah, no I shit would he would. I would take him. Kirk Cousins is a better quarterback than Dak Prescott. That's a I no-brainer for me. Agree. Hey, you guys are nutty. Jesse, look at the stats. No, don't look at the stats. Those Watch the game. Because if you look at the stats, oh, Dak right, Prescott cause... looks like a beast. But it's yeah, Dak... only because he causes two turnovers in the first half and, and puts has... a 14-point deficit, and we got to throw the ball <laughs> the entire second half. And he does. He, he throw, like He constantly throws out, like, every season he's got, like, three MVP caliber games. That keep him in that discussion of like yeah. top tier quarterbacks. He's Jesse. Just- I would take Kirk Cousins 
a hundred times out of a hundred over Dak Prescott. Dak is between ten and twenty. Taylor would take Tim Boyle. Dak is between ten and twenty. Sign him. People that put him as a top ten quarterback over Dak. That's why I was so mad about Dak getting paid. I was like, we pay Dak like what he is, and that's a overpaid, but better than Kirk Cousins, man. You're not gonna touch touch that one on me. Kirk throws a way better ball. Kirk Cousins is a crumbler in prime time. He you don't like in big games. He's boring. I'm telling you right now, Kirk Cousins is boring as all get out, but he's a solid quarterback. You know who else is boring? Jimmy G, and he gets them to the Super Bowl. Right. Yeah. When he plays, he's played like half the games. Kirk Cousins Cousins is just Jimmy Jimmy G's got them to two Super Bowls. I'm just saying he's injury prone, dude. He's not available. Your best ability is your availability. It's available Kirk, enough to get him to two Super Bowls. Kirk Cousins <laughs> is like Jimmy Garoppolo plus the yeah, Bible. Still gonna get replaced by Trey Lance. Not done nothing. Plus the Bible. That yeah, that's <laughs> Kirk Cousins and Jimmy Garoppolo are the same person, except Kirk Cousins is also like a preacher. And Jimmy Garoppolo bangs porn stars. Yeah, he probably does. does he? Is that yes, it's fact. He looks like it. Yeah, so he does. Jimmy Jimmy Garoppolo looks like he just like steps off the field. Like walks into the, he doesn't even take a shower. He just like shakes his head and then just leaves the leaves the stadium. You know what I mean? Like that dude just looks rugged. He's yeah. today's he's today's Joe Namath. I'll say it. Joe yeah, Namath doesn't Joe have the stats, bro. He's yeah, really bad quarterback stats. Even even though it's not a throwing league back then, you look at Wait. his stats compared to other quarterbacks are terrible. Well, how many how many Super Bowls did Joe Namath win? One, just one, just, just the one. one that he guaranteed. Yeah, just the one that he guaranteed. He he, Rasheed Wallace it, or Rasheed <laughs> Joe Namath it. Right. Let's you know, yeah. I mean, the only quarterbacks ever that's won the Heisman, the national championship, and the Super Bowl. Who? What's that? Joe Namath. Yeah, Joe Namath and oh, nobody had ever done that. I don't think anybody's ever done that, bud. I don't think anybody's done it. No, if if Joe, Joe Burrow, Burrow would have been, been the first one to do it, would have yeah. been the first. So, so Joe Namath and Joe, Joe Montana. Montana. Joe have a there's two. There's two Joes. It was Joe Joe Namath and Joe Montana. I think are the only two to win a national championship and a Super Bowl. Right. Yeah. And Joe Burrow would have been the third to do that. Three Joes, and he would have been the first one to do it with a Heisman. Right. Which is weird that they're all named Joe. I mean, it's strange. That um, is weird. That is awkward. Oh, yeah. we, need to go cha- we need to go change our son's names, John. So what does that tell you? The the Lions legal the names are Joe. Your legal names are Joe. Do we have? Are there any? Are there any Joes? Any quarterbacks named Joe in the draft this year? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so either. Who's Lions GM? Get him on the phone. Right. Brad Holmes. Sure. And I want to take Malik in the end of, at the end Malik of the first round. Oh. All right, I got the wrap up question. Are you ready? All right, let's do it. All right, this is a wrap-up question. Would you rather have gills and breathe underwater or have a prehensile tail? Okay, I got questions. No questions. That's that's it. I need to know, Can can, if I have the gills, can I breathe out of water too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do I have to live in the water water as well? So you're like, is the tail strong enough to hold my weight in a tree from a tree branch? It's a prehensile tail, yes. Wow. so Costner, so you're Costner in Waterworld, basically. Right. Right. Yep. 
Okay. Or, or you have like, a tail. Or you're like a monkey person. That's that yeah. would look gross and freakish. And you could make money off the gills though. Like you could like you think you could make money off the prehensile tail? I don't know. I think you could make money off either of those, dude. Yeah. Look at that monkey. Look at that the monkey man. Explorer, like uh, exploring treasures, dude. Like you wouldn't even need scuba gear. Like you could be well in shipwrecks and all the coins, everything. Like you know, like, now, you now, here's, now here's something to consider though. You can't go down super deep without something to keep Pressure. you from. Yeah, right. I mean, you'd have to. Okay, I don't I know, that, yeah, I don't know, man. I think I'm. Oh, I would definitely rather have a gill. Though I think you cover it up so you can still Gills. look normal. Like, yeah, like you in your armpits or something. Yeah, whatever. And like you can, you know, I mean, just the gills are right gills. here, though. Yeah, I just want right to like pop up yeah, places. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just turtle it out of the water. Are you in, in like a koi pond? <laughs> like you've just been sitting down there for a day and a half, just like waiting on somebody to. Hail would be, cool, but it'd be dangerous. You don't want to be swinging from your neighbors being too loud of the lake. You just swing over there, and you're like. The bartender <laughs> server part of me says tail, but That's... everything else about me says gills. I was thinking about yeah, the tail because, like, there's Todd. Todd immediately made it into like a monkey swinging from a tree situation when he asked that. Right. I was already in my head like that's a third hand, right? You know I mean? Yeah, like, that's how I looked at it. Like, this could get I, weird. I don't know, <laughs> but I'm also, going gills. I think I, oh god, I think I have to go with gills Gil because pants. now I'm thinking about like you'd have to alter all of your pants if you had it. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yes. How would you sit in a car and drive? It'd be weird. Where you could you you'd have to? You'd have to like do a lot how of. Thick is the tail? Where does it come out at? It's a tail, man. It's like a lemur it's tail. Right above, like, where your waistline, where your belt no, is. No, it right? comes out, like, right where your tailbone is. Like, yeah, right above tailbone. your tailbone. We used to have them. Yeah, that's weird, then. Like, I don't know. how. Are I that... agree. It's <laughs> weird, but it would also be super rad. Let's be honest here. Like, think about how many times. Oh, I think it would be a curse. You can eat food while you're driving, while your tail just drives the car. Oh, did you cut a hole in your seat? No, bro. You just sit forward just in the seat the a little bit. You'd get you really over your shoulder. Let it grab the top of the wheel. Or it could come out under your legs, like in between your car, like like, hold your like sandwiches. How long is this tail? It's a good sized tail. It's a lemur tail, man. It's a good sized tail. So like, it's it's a tail that can hold you up in a tree. So long enough that if you're standing upright, is it dragging on the ground? You're probably three three feet. Yeah, three feet's not long enough. You're talking pretty long tail. That's half your body size. Could use the tail to feed I'm the baby. Dude, but I'm pretty fat. So, like, by the time the tail the tail reaches around, I don't have much reach in front of me. Use it to clean no wonder. Got to come up like a like a dick. Just come up. There's like a that. lot of other stuff happening down there, Todd. That I don't want that tail having right? anything to do with. <laughs> Moving out of the oh, way. That, that I didn't even think about that. Cleaning that would be gross. Oh yeah, yeah dudes. Yeah, like, I'm gills. I'm gills all day. I gotta go gills because gills the tail has too many negatives. Like the tail definitely has more positives because the gills all you can do is. Breathe underwater. Right. Is the tail hairy, or is the tail just your skin? No, it's got like fur on it and stuff, like a lemur tail. Yeah, okay, I was man. wondering if this is like, like it's just like another arm. That's that's. <laughs> I'm definitely off. <laughs> the tail has so many more cons. It's got way, way, way more pros, but so many more cons. I gotta go gills just because I don't want to deal with the negatives of the tail. God, that's a good one though, drama. That Plus was the gills, good. dude. Anytime you go on vacation, how awesome would that be? But no, you it, 
for you. It's not awesome for your fan, like your family and your friends. See you later. I'm gonna go swim with these fish for an hour. <laughs> yeah. We'll I, hope guys, on later, guys. I hope you guys have a ton of fun up here on the beach drinking your drinks while I'm scuba diving without any apparatus by myself. Like be awesome. It would be kind of you could just mess with you could just mess with people you don't like. Like you know how like uh fish mess with baby ducks and just pull them underwater. You just be like Meh. <laughs> You can do that now, though, too. That's the thing. Like, you don't need gills to swim under somebody and be a dick. Yeah, but you can stay <laughs> under. They'll never know it was you. Right? You can get away. Todd's over here pretending he hasn't done that move already in his life. I guarantee Todd swam underneath one of his kids and just. Oh, not one Facts. of my kids. <laughs> What's that? Not one of my kids. You liar. One of my kids. <laughs> Yeah, one of drama's kids. Even better. Todd's like, if one of drama's kids dies, I mean, whatever. Nah, they flow back to the top. They good. Yeah, eventually. <laughs> Everyone flows. Eventually. <laughs> eventually. That was the most menacing use of eventually, I think, that I've ever used. <laughs> eventually. He's like, all right. I think that's going to wrap it up, fellas. Better wrap uh, that gavel up. So. Wrap it up, B. Wrap it up, B. <laughs> oh, hold up. Before before we wander off into the distance on this, that guy, kill, uh, what's his name from? Uh, Scarface. Yeah, Scarface from, from uh, Half Baby. Guillermo, whatever. His name's Guillermo Diaz. <laughs> like, obviously, he was on Chappelle show and stuff like that, too. Like, we were just talking about Rapid Gabriel. My wife watches Scandal. Have y'all ever watched that show? Yeah, he's on that show. He's like a serial killer or whatever. He's the best character on that show. Yeah. That? I, 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 my wife watches it and I'm like, Hey, I know that guy. Yeah. That's a cheeseburger almost, at a dude once. Oh, <laughs> almost exactly the same conversation I had the first time I walked in on her watching that show. And I was uh, like, I was like, Oh, what's up? Guillermo Diaz is here. He was also and the bad like, guy in that, uh, cop out movie. I didn't watch cop out. I'm, I'm a yeah. I watched cop out Tracy Morgan. Oh yeah. Oh, that was another comedian. We oh yeah. Tracy Morgan Chris didn't Morgan. get mentioned. Yeah. Tracy's more was, funny. Tracy's more funny though when he ends up in weird situations. Like he'll be on like WGN News that time that he just like climbs up on the counter and just like throws his shirt off. up. He's like, "I'm having a baby." It just like starts rubbing his belly. It's like 9 a.m. Good Morning America in Chicago. He's like, "I think uh, I, I think like a lot of the, him in the sewer." The S- yeah, <laughs> Rock, uh, stuff. as the uh, oh, God, why can't I think of his name now? The homeless like guy is having like a yeah. <laughs> Uh, the Britney Spears one where he's in the that one's super funny, yeah, and then Brian Fellow's Safari Planet. Yeah. I think all those, I think all oh, those God. SNL guys, all those SNL guys that did stand up too. It's like so hard to to not think of their SNL stuff. But anyway, uh, yeah, that's uh, that'll guess, do it. We'll have another podcast and we're gonna talk about the Batman. Pull out your brackets. Oh, yes. So Jesse, did you see the Batman yet? Negative. All right. Well, I have a feeling that. Uh, Episode four is going to be a three-man episode because Jesse's not going to want to listen in on the spoilers that are going to come from this uh, from this episode. Also, if you're, to, if you're listening to this one right now, just, just know. All right, Christian Bale, calm down. So if you're listening to this right now, just know episode four about the Batman, and I'm going to make sure that we mention that there are going to be spoilers, I'm sure, like crazy. For sure. So, You've had a week and a half. Robin. Right. 
Dark Knight spoilers. Dark Knight spoilers. Superman's in it. <laughs> All right, so fake spoilers from Todd real quick. And then, uh, yeah, next week we'll talk about the Batman. Actually, tomorrow. Tomorrow. By the time you're seeing this, yesterday. I don't know. Anyway. Next episode will be all about the Batman and why the new Batman film is not the best Batman, according False. to at On least one of us. False. On that note, we're out. Bye. All right. Bye.